Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Song Mess. My name is Richard Villegas. Uh, right now we're listening to I Can Chase Dragons. This is his song, Ciclos. Uh, I'm sitting here in Bogota with a friend who I'll introduce in just a little bit. Uh, but I'm here for Festival Hermoso Ruido, which has just been incredible. So let's finish out this song and then we'll talk some more.
All right, and we're back. So, uh, as I mentioned before, I'm joined by a friend. Uh, his name is Ever. Welcome, Ever. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm good. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of course. I'm, I'm really excited that you're here. Um, so, I know, because, like, just to give you guys a little bit of uh, background, uh, Ever and I met over Instagram. I made a couple of posts about you know, how I was coming to cover the festival. Um, really, I always say cover because I write stories, but I come because I'm a fan and, you know, I just happen to get some work. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and so he, you know, he commented. He's like, oh, cool, you're coming. What bands, blah, blah, blah. And we just, you know, started talking. So, you know, magical things of the Internet, and now we're here talking in front of a microphone. Um, so, I mean, I guess the first thing is tell us a little bit about, about yourself. Well, yeah, as you said, my name is Ever. I'm 28. Um, I have a degree in languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a journalist as you are. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's even that is a little... Mm. <laughs> yeah, but I have... We both write. Yeah, yeah, we both write. So I actually participate in a blog, uh, El Amarillo. Mm-hmm. So we always um, put reviews on bands. We always write about um, the scene that we have in Colombia and in Latin America in general. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sometimes I write for them. Yeah. We are very active, actually. Well, I saw a lot of your articles, that, like a lot of like really cool stuff. You wrote um, a review of El Guinchos y Peracia, yeah. right? Which I also wrote. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. I haven't read yours. I, I have to. Yeah, we have to like exchange notes because yeah. I feel like we probably will have different yeah. feelings about it because yeah. I didn't like the you album. You didn't like it? Mm-hmm. I loved it. Really? Well, the first time I heard of it, I was like... I was excited of, of hearing mm-hmm. new music from El Guincho, but when I listened to the record... My reaction was like, what is this? I mean, I didn't like it the first time. But then I, I gave him a chance and I listened to it like more than once. Yeah. And I loved it. So it's actually one of my favorite records this year. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's it saying is, something. That's, that's, that's a lot of high praise. I mean, I feel like, especially with El Guincho, like he's been, he had been gone, I think it was like six years yeah. since he put out a record. So when that album came out, you know, have you seen that meme online? It's like Michael Jackson. He's like, I love that song. And yeah, it's always yeah. like when the first <laughs> note happens, he's like, I love this song. I felt like I was going to have that and I didn't. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, I feel with El Guincho, and I don't know why we're talking about El Guincho. We're just talking about other stuff now. But mm-hmm. um, I feel like his music gets very repetitive. It gets very old, so? very quick. Like, his records are, he has great songs, but, like, the, there's, like, always, like, three standout songs, and then the rest sounds like those songs, but not as good. You think so? Yeah. Well, That's I'm just, I'm just obsessed with the record. So yeah. When it came out, um, I used to listen to it, like, every day, right? Yeah. And then I decided to, to write a review. I told these people from the from El Amarillo, mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, so if you want to write about it, go ahead. They liked the review, and, um, and, they shared it. and I showed it to him. And he liked it, too. Oh, to El Guincho? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, then he added me on Facebook. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look at yeah. you, killing it. Yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about El Guincho, um, <laughs> but we are here to talk about uh, Festival Hermoso Ruido, which... Just wrapped up, I mean, Saturday, even though there were, like, still sideshows and stuff on Sunday, but um, it's done, and it was it was a lot. It was exciting. Uh, it was cool. It was weird. Did you have a good time? I did, right? But um, I, have, I have gone to all the um, editions of uh, Hermoso Ruido, mm-hmm. but this time was a little different. 
um, well, you were able to see that there were like a lot of people. Yeah, the numbers were a little low. It seemed a little messy at times. Yeah. I was just like, well, you know, Latin America. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. Like, eh. No, but I, I was, I was impressed actually. Okay. Because, I didn't see that that much like organization, mm -hmm. in the event. No, but but still had a good time. Um, I wanted I wanted to see Porter. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted to see Buenas Noches. And I wanted to see Rubio. What was the other band I was waiting for? Well, the lineup was just incredible. Yeah. Because I, I, when I was doing research for this, I looked at the lineups from years prior. And there was some great stuff. Yeah. I mean, but this was the first... This this lineup I saw, I was like... I recognized like half the names. And I was like, oh, that's yeah. why I decided to come. Yeah. I was like... I knew some of the Colombian names, but like there was just people from Mexico and from yeah. like you know Ecuador Peru. and Chile and Argentina. I was like, wow, okay, now I, I definitely have to be there. Um, this was really really good stuff. Yeah, and this is actually my very festival. Yeah. Yes. Cool. Because, like, unlike the other festivals we have here, I have noticed that people that come to Hermosa Rio, mm -hmm. they really know what they are coming uh, for. Yeah. So they're really experts, let's say. Mm -hmm. They really know the bands. They really like the alternative slash indie scene right. that we have. And since, since the scene is growing, so it's very nice to see that kind of things, right? Well, it was really cool. I, um, again, like I, we have to, I want to cut into music soon, but I, I did want to say, like, especially on the local level, people came prepared. Yes. Like, everybody, like, I, I guess, I don't know if it's, a th if it's like, now a thing overall or if it's just a specific thing on the local scene, but everybody had visuals. Everybody had a VJ. Yes. Everybody had projections. Everybody, like, yes. you know, Cero 39, Felipe Gordon, like, you know, even Los Piranhas had, like, a very specific light show. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of really, like, people came really prepared, not just musically, but also, like, really prepared to give you a visual show as yes. well. Uh, I thought that was really cool. It was very Yeah, all the bands made up a great effort mm -hmm. like to give up a, a very good show there were no lazy people here yeah not at all well I want to start with one of the ones that you were most excited for uh, this is for Buenas Noches mm -hmm. um, let's play the song this is Todos Rios Fueron al Mar and then we can talk a little bit about him his music and well how we feel about it
excited to see Buenas Noches. Can you tell me a little bit about why, what, what Buenas Noches does for you? Well, yeah, but to be honest, I hadn't heard of him much mm-hmm. before I saw him. Um, he doesn't have much music out. No, no, not at all. Like right? five songs, I yeah. think that's all he has. I actually approached him and asked him like if I if I could buy music for him, mm-hmm. uh, but he said that he he hasn't released like um, anything. anything, right? Like an EP or something. Um, but yeah, so I I, I heard of uh, his songs, mm-hmm. um, and I was kind of prepared to see him. But I I really liked his show. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I I knew about Buenas Noches. I wrote about him. I I I've been hearing his name. I've been seeing him pop up in articles, and so I I looked into his music. I really liked it, and I I wrote about a, I wrote a preview for the festival for Remezcla. And I made sure to include him. And so I, I learned a little bit about him. Like, he was in a band here called Planes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Esquemas Universales, something like that. Some, something Universal. Weird. Um, and then, like, he just wanted to explore solo He lives career, in Mexico now. And he moved to Mexico City, exactly. So uh, it, it, it must be interesting for him to come back and feel out the scene yeah. after, after having left. Just, do you find that a lot of, like, Colombian musicians leave? Actually, yes, right? Yeah. Um, well, even though um, 
as I mentioned uh, before, the scene is growing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, most 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 of, most people um, that are starting, they decide to leave, right? I had, I do have a few questions about the local scene uh, because one of the uh, the well the next two artists that we have uh, coming up, their mm-hmm. shows were canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know why they were canceled? I uh, I know a little bit, and so I, I want to play the songs, and then I want to talk about that, uh, just so that you you know maybe you have a little bit more information, you can help fill in those blanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna start with Rubio. Uh, this is uh, Franz Traube's solo project, mm-hmm. um, and she has a new EP coming out, um, and it's really cool. It's really different. Uh, I mean, because her own solo yeah. work uh, from Miss Garrison is more like electronic. Yeah, ethereal. she came last year. Yeah, yeah. For I, the first time. Well, she came with Miss Garrison, not uh-huh, with Rubio. Yeah, with Miss Garrison. And how was it? How was her show? It was amazing. I think it was one of the highlights. Last really? Year. Yeah. And the the funny thing is that most of people didn't know about about them, so they were like very very uh, excited to see to see her. She played the drums, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She of plays course. the drums in the band. She's an excellent, excellent. Yeah. Drummer. But the show was amazing. Yeah. And that venue was actually very, um, very full that day. Wow. Okay, great. No, no, I mean, because I've seen, I've seen Ms. Garrison a bunch of times. Like, I really, I really do like them. I saw them in, at Lollapalooza Chile. I've seen mm-hmm. them at South by Southwest. I've seen Have them in New York. Have they gone to New York? Yeah, they, they came and played in New York, like, a few years ago. That's when I met her the first time. Um, and, like, the whole band, all of them are really, really cool. And, and she, in particular... Um, she's extremely talented. She works super hard because yeah. uh, not only is she, you know, the singer and drummer for Miss Garrison, she's also the drummer for Farmacos. She has her own solo project, Rubio. Um, and for some reason, I remembered her having a fourth project. And she told she, I, I asked her this week, and she was like, "Oh yeah, but that ended." But like, she's always, always, always working. So um, I have a lot of respect for Franz Traube. Um, so we're gonna listen to a song off her new EP. Um, and this is Mo. Uh, it's a bit of a different sound. Uh, we can talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. 
So, what did you think of the song? Well, I just, I just loved it. Yeah. I actually saw her um, playing the song this morning because she was invited to a, a radio show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, did they put the video out online yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah. So they were like filming her and, and she was live mm-hmm. on Facebook, actually. Um, and everybody was like, was like uh, commenting on the video, like, mm-hmm. wow, who's this girl? Wow. Where is she from? Oh, good for her. This is amazing. So, and I was there like, like answering their questions, <laughs> uh, like as a fan, like, yeah, she's from Chile. Uh, this is her solo project. And it's not the first time that she's in Colombia, so I was like, well, it's fun. It's it's funny because that radio show thing was like a last minute thing, um, because so they she only had one uh, she had two shows programmed, uh, one that was gonna be a big one at La Tora Cuatro Brazos, mm. and then another smaller one at uh, the record store uh, RPM RPM, um, and so there was a raid. And they shut down La Torre Cuatro Horas? Uh, yeah, I became aware this morning that mm-hmm. uh, they were shutting the place down. Right. Um, it's, it, it had been, been working for seven years. Seven? Seven. I heard 15. Like, on I, Facebook, I, they were writing 15. 15? Yeah. Oh, I read seven. But anyways. Well, whatever. A long um, time. I know that it was, like, a really important place in, like, yeah, sort of the up-and-coming, like, in the indie scene. Yeah. Yeah, I saw so many bands there. Yeah. So, like, I mean, from my understanding, they shut it down because they didn't have the right permits. Yeah. Um, I mean, because you mentioned the neighbors, but I don't think the neighbors are... Again, if the, if the place was there seven years, why today? Why yeah. now? Well, the things that then um, all those buildings and all those uh, complex were not there. Right. So, um, when, after they built um, those complexes... Neighbors started complaining. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, because I, 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 I mean, I was, I've been seeing online, I've, you know, I've, I've met a lot of people this week, so I've added a bunch of people on Facebook, and, like, you know, this really kind of sent shockwaves through the, the local scene, and a, a lot of people were talking about, like, how this has actually become common. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, either bars or, like, venues just in general are, like, being raided by the police and being shut down. And yeah. this apparently is not even, like, that uncommon. Yeah, no. Is it, I mean, is there, like, a war <laughs> from the government on, like, the young people? Because, like, I can't see any benefit from that. Like, it's money. It costs you money yeah. and it costs you culture. Yeah, and it's very sad that that um, they were acting for... For that many years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and now we don't have, now we won't have that place, right? Yeah, it sucks. So it it was it was a nice venue for big bands and small bands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were many times that I went there. I saw Astro. Wow. I saw Hepe, uh, and I saw many other bands playing there. So it's very sad that we won't have that. I don't know, but I hope that they will reopen it somewhere else. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, uh, like, Chile, again, I used to I used to be active in the Chilean scene, and, like, a lot of times with, like, these sort of clandestine uh, venues, you know, like, they pop up, they disappear, they reopen somewhere else, you know, it's just, it's, un- it's unfortunately part of the cycle. Um, another one of the bands that I wanted to highlight um, also was scheduled to play at, at, on, at that showcase, um, and then had their show rescheduled for the next day, and they played a brilliant show, and I'm talking about Sideral. 
Uh, Sideral is uh, a local band as well. Um, it's a project of Camilo Suñiga, who's a, a producer um, and singer Delfina Dib, who's Argentine, but she also but she also lives here. Um, and I just thought they were brilliant. Uh, I, I, I in my research for the festival, um, I again I went name by name on the lineup, you know, in Spotify and SoundCloud, whatever. Um, and they really stood out to me. They, she has an insane voice, like it's really powerful, and she's raps, and you know she she has this great attitude. Um, and again, and just and again on the production level, it sounds great, and it goes from like um, dance hall into like you know trip hop, and it, it's really great. Um, so this is their latest single. It's called Unico. Um, and again, see that just watch out for them. They're great. Por el tiempo que pasó ya puede ser grave que no me olvide de ti eso a mí me pare Pero entiendo todo y por qué yo no busco reencontrarte
So you had never heard of Sideral before, right? No. Yeah? Okay, well, so on the scene, right, um, how how do some of these bands, like, again, because like, the internet and social media helps and stuff like that, but, like, how do some of these bands grow? How, how do, do, would you say here in Bogota or in Colombia in general, if it's easier, do these bands begin to get recognition? Well, they usually open... Um, gigs for other artists that are like bigger okay. somehow that makes sense and that's how they uh, become popular after afterwards mm. so I mean, as, as I said before the scene has has become so big now mm-hmm. and yeah now there is there is music for different things for all for everybody there is music and they have also opened uh, bars and they have also opened all these venues that um, where people can go and see uh, all these bands. So uh, I think this is the city of the of the music. So I would say that every week there is two or three uh, gigs mm-hmm. uh, from big or or small bands. So that you just have to go. That are yeah, just really important. Yeah. That's cool. So I try to go um, to all of them, but but sometimes I can't. Hey. But if I like the band, of course, I'm going to be there. So um, I want to talk a little, a little bit about, um, I mean, these next few artists that we have coming up. Because I feel like this was one of the bands that you were most excited for and then one of the bands that I was most excited for. So let's start with Porter. Mm-hmm. You said Porter was it. You were, were dying to see Porter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, that was the band I liked the most from the festival. Really? Yeah, well, first of all, because I was... I wanted to see them, right? Okay, yeah. So I love Porter. I yeah. love that album, Moctezuma. It was an incredible yeah. album. It was an incredible album. I think album. it's one of the best albums they have ever made. Oh, yeah, for sure. Easy. Yeah. Uh, so I saw the lineup, and I, I, I only saw Porter, actually. So And I couldn't believe that they were coming. Because um, their last album was the one that I had listened to the most last year. It was perhaps, for me, my favorite album from yeah. last year. It was incredible. Moctezuma is an incredible album. Yeah, it is, right? So they were like, they had like the best reviews mm-hmm. on that album. They had the best recognitions on that album too. Well, and now they have the new singer. So it's it's sort of like a different facet yeah. for the band. You know, it's just like, even, even you know, actually they weren't in costume, which I was surprised. Yeah, so the, because they always wear masks, they always... No, not masks, but they wear like outfits. Uh-huh. Um, because the idea, especially with Moctezuma, is that it was sort of, um, the band was connecting with the deep, deep roots of, of what it means to be Mexican or from yeah. where they are. It's not even Aztec. They went further back into like Anahuac. And so it was about honoring a lot of like these ancient traditions. And so like the outfits are part of that. And even they, they sing in Anahuac, which yeah. is crazy. And so, uh, you know, I really like that. I was a little surprised, again, that it, it's very on message for them to be in outfits. Um, and so when they weren't, I was like, oh. Yeah, I was expecting that too. Yeah, I, I, I like the drummer and uh, Santiago, who does like the keyboards and he does also like bass. Um, no, not bass, uh, maybe bass, yeah. Um, they were both in outfits. Everybody else was like in jeans and like a shirt. Yeah, yeah, I, I was so excited to see them. And what did you think of the show? Well, the show was amazing. Yeah. So they were um, the second to last band that played that day. Yep. Um, and the sound was a little weird, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
But anyways, I enjoyed it, right? It was really great. It was a great so show. So there's the venue was really packed, right? Mm-hmm. Because everyone was was coming to see uh, Porter. But I think that that Porter is one of those bands that you grow that you grow up with. So I've always listened to them. Yeah. But oh, really? Like, yeah. how long have they been making music? So, like ten years? Has it been I that think long or something? More, right? What? Stop. Yeah, I think they have been they have been playing for for many years. Oh, damn. Yeah, I, I I was like sixteen when I when I listened to them. Oh damn. Okay. So yeah, they've been at it for a while. Well, and so they played, and then um, they were, I, I, you could easily say they were the headliner. Um, and then right after them played uh, Los Piranhas, which are like a really big band right now. Um, I don't know who's bigger, Meridian Brothers or Los Piranhas. Who would you say is bigger? Or I do you even Mer- know them? Meridian Brothers. Yeah, Meridian is bigger? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, for those of you who don't know Los Piranhas, um, I think two of, two of the three members of Los Piranhas are in Meridian Brothers. So, like, you know, you're... You're getting cousins, not not twins. You know, you're getting something similar, but it's pretty different. Um, you know, it's like crazy, weird, psychedelic, yeah. trippy. Just they mix a lot of things, right? Yeah, and they don't have vocals actually, which is kind of hard to carry. Yeah. And like, because yeah. like then then like you might start getting classified with like jam bands yeah. or like or or jazz, and they really are able to maintain the the, yeah. the audience's attention. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but to be honest, I didn't know when they were like when they were like changing songs. Mm-hmm. When they finished one song and then started the other. Yeah, um, I saw them at Festival Normal uh, this year, actually in March, and they're really he's like the 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 singer, well not the leader, I, I think is the guitarist. Um, he's really funny because like. The only times he talks is like when he yells into the microphone. He's like, yeah. blah 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 blah. Like he says like yeah. esta canción, and then like starts yeah. playing that that song. Yeah, but but if he wasn't for that, I I I wouldn't have known like. Which is fine. I mean, like it, they're not trying to be pop. Yeah. They're not pop in any no. way, shape, or form. Um, it, I'm just again, I'm very impressed by their ability to maintain like that energy. Yeah. So okay, so we've talked about them enough. We're gonna start with Porter. Uh, you brought in the song La China. Mm-hmm. Um, do do you like that song for any particular reason? I love that song. I if I'm not wrong, that was the first single from from Moctezuma. Uh, maybe yeah. No, I think it was Witil. I don't know. Maybe you, no, you're probably right. I, yeah, well, I think I think you're that probably was the right because I'm I, I'm a fan, but I'm not like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just love this song. He's one of the best tracks in the album, actually. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna follow that up with uh, Toma tu jabón capax. Uh, which is the title track from Los Piranhas' most recent album. So we're going to listen to that now. Dicen que se fue a buscar en el ombligo de la luna que trece veces veinte
I'm really excited, or I was really excited, um, that one of the bands that I wanted to see the most was one of the bands that you wanted to see. Well, one of the artists, really. Mm -hmm. And it was Kalimutsa. Mm -hmm. um, very few people share or understand the love that I have for Kalimutsa. Yeah. What, what is it about, about Kali that does it for you? Well, like, why? Well, she's so unique. Um, that makes her special. Yeah. And um, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to see her. Yeah. Because she's so different from everyone else. Um, she, all, all her um, psychedelia mm -hmm. and all those things um, are very exciting for me. Um, because that that's one of the genres that I've been listening to like very often lately. Okay. Um, yeah, I wanted to see her. Um, and her show was amazing. It really was. And, you know, and I, I was disappointed, not with her, but I was disappointed with the venue. Yeah. Um, Kalimota performed at Cine Tonala, which is a, uh, it's a movie theater. Um, and it's cool. It's a really cool idea mm -hmm. to have these artists performing in a movie theater. Um, I don't think it worked um, the way it should have. Uh, you know, that, that night there were shows uh, in that theater by Buenas Noches and uh, Kalimota. Yeah. Um, and so timing didn't work out. Yeah. wasn't communicated right. Um, they were told that they had 25 minutes for setup and 35 minutes yeah, to do the show. Yeah, and actually nobody understood why... Why they finish like that early? Well, and that's why. I mean, because they told them it's 25 minutes for setup and 35 minutes for show. Mm -hmm. And they didn't know that. And like they were even saying like, I didn't come from Chile to do a 35 minute show. Like nobody yeah. saw it. And they were, and apparently the, the time that they put on the flyer was also different. They, it was, they were supposed to start at 10 and they put on the flyer 10.30. So nobody was there. Like Yeah, I, I think that was not the right venue for both of them. Yeah. Because um, for any of them, really, because even like Dioske and Galabri, who yeah. are playing in like that little living room area, Sinetonala has like four different rooms. Yeah, it would have been better if they had played like on the in the attic. Yeah, that was a brilliant space. Yeah, it was an excellent space. It was so cool. Also, it was mysterious that you had to like go through the stairs yeah. and then the tunnel, and you're like, what? And you see all the lights. That was really cool. It's just I. You know, I, I felt bad. I felt bad. And they felt bad, too. And, like, we, yeah. we, you know, we got to hang out and we got to talk about it. And it's just like, oh. Yeah, I, I spoke to her after the show and I said to her that I liked it. Yeah. Uh, that it was amazing. And she was, like, very thankful to us, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, like, for me, uh, I, have, I, have, I have so many musicians that I consider to be good friends. Um, and not even musicians, just artists in general. And I feel like, you know, an artist more than anything else needs support yeah you know i mean it's it's very hard to be creative even even for me writing you know these articles which is not i'm, I'm not writing a novel i'm just writing a little news piece when i hear positive feedback and you know lights up my world it's just like oh my god like are you sure you're just probably saying that yeah um so yeah so like for me i i totally understand the idea of, of being supportive of you know even though yes the show had its problems yeah she was like Are you are you guys sure that my show was good? It, we, were, we were like time. yes, yeah. we had a great time. We loved it. Yeah. She uh, of course she was very sad uh, about being like God, right. but 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 still we were there like to give her support. Yeah. It, it you know it was just I for me it was a dream. 
I, yeah. I, your, and, your face was painted and everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did a look, and it was fun, and, and she really appreciated that. Yeah. Like, I was a little like, oh, is it dumb? You know, like, when, when, when like, your mom and dad go see a band, uh-huh. and they wear the band t-shirt, yeah. and you're like, oh, they're lame. Yeah. You know, I was like, am I being really lame? But it totally worked out, and she really dug it, and, um, you know, totally, you know, it's very her. Um, and she told me a story about how her grandmother used to have cockatoos and stuff, and like it lo- I looked like a bird, and I was like, well, "That's cool." Mm-hmm. Um, and um, so we're gonna play a, a song. You brought in a song by by Kali Mutza. Um, and just just to preface that, um, Kali has been um, her live performances. She she's been doing lately. She's been doing with Imabs, who is a a, a really talented producer. Uh, from Chile. So even though he didn't technically play a slot um, at the festival, he did perform with her. And he he is putting out some new music, so I also wanted to highlight that just because bullshit is good. Um, so we're going to listen to Tunopa. Why Tunopa by, by Kali? Why, why, why did you bring that in? Well, she's very creative, and I like that particular song because mm-hmm. she mixes a lot of things. I heard, like, cumbia. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot of a lot of um, different elements in, in her music that made her different, right? Yeah. So she played that song actually, right? No, she did not play Tunopa. She only no. played stuff off the new off the off the new record. I wish she had played like some of the older stuff because yeah. that's the stuff that I really really like. Um, Tunopa is her first single ever. Like that was the first song yeah. she put out. Like she. When was it released? That. Oof. 2011, 12, something like that. Okay. Like a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but off that song alone, she was able to go to like South by Southwest and, you know, New York and stuff really? like that. Yeah. She, she like, that song was a huge hit in like the indie scene for sure. Uh, but anyway, so we're going to listen to Tunupa by Kalimutsa followed by Extravio by Imabs. Pa 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 p
Well, it's... Or at least you think you have. Well, no. It's been... Uh, well, I haven't gone to um, to all the four the four times they have they have, they have made the festival. Mm-hmm. I would say like three years, right? Because okay. I, I remember myself 
um, at, at, at the yeah the first the first time they did the festival, mm -hmm. uh, there was another place uh, which was called uh, it was it was a, a restaurant slash bar, okay. but I forgot the name. Many of these Spanish. places were like that. Yeah, but it's that they, they shut it down too. Oh right? damn! But I don't know why, but there used to be a lot of a lot of gigs there. Okay. So the first El Mosorio was there. Oh, just at one place. Yeah, if I'm not wrong, it was just just there. I saw uh, Mateo Luis, so he's the uh, he's Elsa El Mar's producer. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so because he used to have uh, his own band, and Elsa was uh, the one uh, like at the at the second vocals. Okay. Uh, so that was the first time that I that I went to a festival. At that time, I went to see uh, Enjambre from Mexico. Okay, yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. So, I yeah, so I think the first time I went there, I, I had such a good time. Okay. And I went with my friends, and um, yeah, at, at, I thought, uh, at that time, I thought that we didn't have, or this alternative scene didn't have much room um, here in Bogota, but after that, I, I've seen, like, that everything has changed. How has it has it gotten better? Would yeah, of course, right? Sure. Yeah, because now there is like more and more venues. They have opened like mm -hmm. more places, and sometimes I sometimes when I when I listen to these bands, I think that I'm the only one listening to them. Right. But then I go uh, to the gigs and and I see everyone like singing their their songs. So I was like, well, it's really it feels really nice like to be part of something. So I, whenever I go to all these events, I'm like, so I, most of the times I go by myself. Mm -hmm. So but I, you run into people you know, I'm oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, but sometimes it's just it's just myself. Okay. But I I I meet new people and stuff. But it's really cool, like to feel that you belong somewhere. For sure. So, whenever I go to all these festivals and all these um, events, I'm so happy. Yeah. Um, that's really special. I mean, I'm, I'm glad you said that. I feel like a lot of people feel that way. Um, and in different, uh, in different areas, it's, it's obviously different. I feel like a lot of people take it for granted. Uh, one of the things I didn't like about Hermoso Ruido, and it really wasn't the festival's fault, it was the people's fault. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people were acting so cool. Mm -hmm. They were just trying to be cool and look cool. And I'm just like, can you have fun? Like, how about that? Yeah, but that's weird because... Um, I would say that uh, when I go to other festivals, mm -hmm. some people go to these festivals because it's cool, right? Just because they want to upload pictures on their social networks, right? But the people attending El Monster Rio are different. Well, yeah. at least that's what I have always thought. I found like I found a lot of poserism. You think so? I I think so. I mean, like there were some people that were really hyped to be there. But like I, it's just I. There were so many people just couldn't be bothered. They were like, "Oh, this band, that yeah. band." Like nobody cared. I'm just like, but like they came from another country. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because usually people that go to El Rio, they know um, right about the bands they have. They are actually fans. They're big fans of the bands. Um, so that was why I think that's my favorite festival, because. It's really what I like, right? Mm. So, and unlike the other festivals, 
well, we, we may have like bigger festivals. This is one of the smallest festivals we have, but still it's like, it's like the, the scene that I like. So I really hope that uh, with the time, Hermoso Rio will, will grow. Well, it has grown so far, but I, I think that um, everybody's like making these big efforts to make it grow even even bigger. So there is sort of like a sense of community or there's a community effort being made like to push things forward, I guess, right? Yeah. I mean, because I, um, I met... Everybody that I met so far, like everybody is sort of involved in some way. Like, oh, I'm an, I'm an artist. I, like, I'm a graphic designer. You know, oh, I've worked with these people in Hermoso Ruido or I know this person at Hermoso Ruido. You know, I know the booking agent or whatever. Um, so I think that's really cool. I, I think... For a scene to grow and prosper, you know, it really, it, it really needs um, love and, and care from from everybody. Honestly, that that's for me one of the most important things. Um, like I feel, you know, you know, like when you when you like learn about these like um, classic movements like punk rock or something like that. Like there was like that one guy who had like a zine, but he was also like the roadie for the band, and he also like you know, and then they went on to write for Rolling Stone. Or something like that, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel very much like that is, like, what I'm going through because this is such a young scene and it's such a small scene still and it's still growing um, that I'm, like, now that I go places, people know who I am and I feel like it's because of that because I feel yeah. like you have to, like, be involved and you have to make an effort and you have to help wherever you can. Like, nothing makes me happier than when, like, a band comes to New York and I can be like, you can stay at my house. Yeah. You know, like, that makes me so happy. Um, so I, I, I think it's cool. I'm, I am glad then that you're saying that, you know, there is sort of that energy and that attitude here. Um, cool. Let's talk about some electronic music. So we have um, the next two uh, acts I want to play. One is Felipe Gordon, who is a local producer, and then also Cero Treinta Nueve, uh, which is sort of this, you know, really cool um, sort of like jungle cumbia production. It's just very like sliced and diced Caribbean uh, sort of sounds. Are, are you familiar with either of these acts? No. No? Yeah, they're really cool. Um, Felipe Gordon is a lot more like a straightforward DJ. Um, but again, he's making his own stuff. I know that he was um, on the bill to play at Lollapalooza Colombia. Ooh, and I'd love to talk to you about that. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but yeah, I mean, Felipe Gordon played at the Armando Showcase, of, you know, where Porte and Los Pirañas were, and he closed out the, the rooftop. Um, and we had a blast. Like, he was just phenomenal. Um, and again, where did he play? He played at Armando Records, okay. like on, on the rooftop. Okay. Um, he played there and it was fantastic. Um, and then Cero 39 I went to see and it was like 20 people. And mind you, like 20, you know, these guys are going crazy, trying to turn up the party and it's just like 20 people. As we are talking, uh, the first track that we are playing is um, Felipe Gordon. It's a, it's a song called Bailalo. Um, and then that's going to be followed by Cero 39's um, and let me read this, uh, Nuki on the blog. Maybe like Nuki, like, or I know what, okay, never mind. But yeah, so anyway, we're listening to Felipe Gordon, Bailalo, and then 039 Nuki on the blog. Mm-hmm. 
So what's next? What do you think? What do you think is gonna be the next big trend in in sort of like indie? I think right now it's like really electronic, but like, do you think that's gonna grow? Do you think it's gonna be different? Well, I think that it's gonna grow, of course. Okay. Um, Hermoso Rio was um, the last festival, or is the last festival um, that we have here in terms of Latin alternative music. Mm -hmm. The next big festival uh, is gonna be Festival Centro. Okay. In January. Um, that one um, has uh, more years uh, active. Okay, okay. The first one was in 2011, I think. Okay. Or 2010. What remember. kind of music or bands do they usually bring? They usually bring the same bands, but they uh, split the days by genres. Okay. So there's one day for like music for children. There is another day for pop, another day for rock. There is, I think, even cumbia. That's cool. Yeah, but it's all like alternative music. Uh, so yeah, that's the next big thing that's gonna happen here in Bogota. That's really cool. Okay, um, and you also talked about like a stereo picnic, and because um, I know a stereo picnic is quite large. Um, it is. You know, uh, do you find? Is there? Hmm. With the large, with the larger scale festivals, do you feel that do they still have that connection to the people? Because like obviously, I feel like Hermoso Ruido is very connected to what's happening, what's young, what's new. Do you feel that like Estero Picnic organizers are thinking about their audience? They know like are they in touch with what's happening? Yeah, they they know very well what the what the people are listening to, what the okay. people want to want to see live. So. Um, They usually bring the bands that we want to see. Okay. Um, is it like super, super like pop, like Lollapalooza, or is it still like is it still a little bit more alternative? So there is everything. You can you can see like many different things in the in the festival. Mm -hmm. They bring like from pop, indie, uh, electronic as well. Okay. Um, so throughout the years that it has been. Um, working um yeah we have been we have been able to see like from calvin harris which is electronic damn okay so that's a huge yeah to um to our cinema club right okay right? we also see jimena sariñana has played festival uh francisca valenzuela okay cool from chile mm -hmm. so there is always room for all bands right mm -hmm. uh and i think they treat them equally Right. Okay. Well, um, they 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 are uh, big bands, small bands, but they always have their public, right? Okay. Um. So, I think a lot of people have like many expectations about what's gonna happen next year. Um. There are rumors about um. Who's the last coming? Shadow Puppets. Oh well, I I could probably tell you who's coming because the lineup for Lollapalooza Chile yeah kind of leaked yes so I kind of have and an idea they're playing they're come. playing in uh, in Argentina yeah okay so most people saying mo most people are saying that they're coming Radiohead also mm, that could be interesting so that's gonna be the headliner oh, absolutely do you think they would play stereo is is Estéreo Picnic the biggest festival in Colombia yes okay it is. so. Something like Lollapalooza, Colombia, that happened and then didn't happen yeah. because Rihanna. Um, yeah. Well, that's what they say. 
But I, I think there is there are a lot of things behind that. I think also I, everybody always everybody said it was super expensive. So I think it maybe was, ticket sales were low. Yeah. You know. Yeah. To me, that was the the, the reason why um, it went. Uh, how do you say? It was canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but probably just because then and like it was easier to blame Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, first of all, the tickets were very expensive. Yeah. Um, and people also complained about the bands. How much was a ticket? I'm sorry. Do you remember? Yes, like over half a million pesos, which is a lot of money. Uh, yeah, damn. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they were bringing big bands, but still, they were like three. The rest were, were like locals or not. Right. Not that well-known band, so people complained about about that. Yeah, the lineup was not the best. It no. was, you know... Yeah, and the things that Lollapalooza is a name. I mean, it's a big name. Right. So they couldn't um, expect people to buy all those tickets that were very expensive mm-hmm. with those, like, small bands. I mean, right. I, I don't have anything against... No, but obviously it doesn't sell to the scale of, yeah. like, foreign acts yeah. would. Yeah, because um, Lollapalooza is a festival that lends itself, like, for big names. Mm-hmm. No, but this one we were going to have, it was the first the, the first time we were going to have Lollapalooza. And, I mean, there were, there were not big names, as everybody was expecting. The biggest names were, again, Rihanna, which is the secret. And Lana Del Rey. Lana Del Rey and Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa? Uh-huh. Yeah. In South America? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah it was very bizarre. Um, I, again, on a, on, a, on a Latin level, I thought it was great. I thought there was some really, really great Latin talent. Yeah. Um, I was really excited to see Esteban on there. Yeah, I was uh, excited to see clubs from Mexico. Oh, clubs are great. Yeah. They're really, really good live. Um, they just did a tour through South, through South America. Did they not come to Colombia? Who? Clubs. They they were here last year for Hermoso Ruido. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Have did you see them last year? No. Uh no. I was I was seeing another band. Okay. But I know they were they played. Well no, because just like a few months ago they played uh, in Santiago. They played in I think in Peru. I think they might have gone to Argentina. Like they they made a few South American stops. So I was like, oh maybe they, they probably came to Colombia. No. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so we're nearing the end of the show. Um, I wanted to highlight some hip-hop, um, just because there is a really strong hip-hop tradition uh, in South America, and obviously, Colombia no se queda atrás, you know. Um, and have, are you familiar with Cynthia Montaño at no. all? I was really excited to see her. I didn't get a chance because just so many shows. I think she was the only one that I really, really wanted to see that I didn't get to see. Um, and so she is this um, Afro-Latina. She's from the coast, I believe, from Cali. Is Cali on the coast? No. Well, but she's near Cali. Okay. And she's ne- I, I know that she's from around Cali, you know, reps for being black. And she talks about being black and about discrimination. And she talks about, you know, feminism and about, like, women's equality. And she talks about, like, gender equality and sexual equality and, you know, thing- all these kinds of things. Um, she's very active, very political in the tradition of hip hop and just how, you know, Latin America, I feel like these days, like Latin American hip hop is still very much rooted in, in protest and in activism. Um, so this is a song, uh, called Excusas and she actually did it with Ariana Puello, uh, who's a, a great MC from Dominican Republic. Um, and it's basically about like domestic abuse and it's about like, you know, women who are trapped, 
uh, in these abusive relationships. And I think it's a really powerful song. It's a brilliant song. Um, and we're just going to listen to that now. Deja el miedo romper silencio Hasta cuando piensas callarlo Cuanto más vas a ocultarlo Cuanto más a justificarlo Cuanto más vas a vivir bajo la excusa del amor Si a quien amas solo te paga con dolor Cuando los gestos del amor se convirtieron en golpes Como cristal en pedazos tu vida se rompe Pues con golpes él pretende educarte Porque tú eres quien no entiende que de todo eres culpable Es la mentira más cobarde del menos hombre Es la excusa más ilusa que tú esperes a que cambie Actúa ya, el cambio lo haces tú Si quieres que te amen, amate primero tú esos principios, hagas el respeto por amor y sacrificio de estas luchadoras que a cada momento llora buscan ver cumplido su sueño de libertad, mi garganta no se cansa de gritar por mi conciencia, soy la voz de una mujer y la de su inteligencia así que no me digan cómo debo hacer las cosas, recuerden que yo soy hija de puta peligrosa, da igual si es colombiana, española o dominicana una mujer debe vivir como en verdad le dé su gana, siempre libre, nunca esclava no hay más, uh. Rompe. La excusa que te amarra ese modelo absurdo Rompe. La excusa que te hace carne de mercado Rompe. Modas que matan tu naturaleza Busca en ti tu verdadera belleza No esa que te hace vacía y lastima tu cuerpo Con la excusa de tener éxito o amor No, conquista el mundo con tu inteligencia En ti está la fuerza, lucha, persevera y alcanza guys so we are uh, at the end of the show you know I just want to thank Ever for being a part of Songmas I'm really excited that we love we love having guests and you know just a shout out to Beverly and the you know Infinity and Beyond uh, who will be listening to this episode at some point but um, you know tell tell people where they can find you where they can find your work you know sell you know sell your product well first of all thank you again for having me I had a blast here in your show um, well where, where you can find me um, you can google El Amarillo mm -hmm. um, and we're gonna be there uh, you can also 
Find us in the other social networks, uh, Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram mm -hmm. El Amarillo. And you can find me uh, on Facebook, Instagram uh, as Outsider Lad. Outsider Lad. Why? Why, why Outsider lad, lad? Where did that come from? Yeah, I have, I have always had that nickname. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, it's, I took it from a, from a Franz Ferdinand song, okay. which is called Outsider, Outsiders. Okay. I have always felt like an outsider. Um, yeah, starting from the music that I, that I listen to. So not all my friends listen to the music I listen to. Right. Uh, so when I was at school, when I was in the university, I somehow felt like I was a weirdo right. because of that. So, um, and then I came to live here in Bogota, and again, I was feeling like an outsider. So... Uh, My friends from the university called me outsider because uh, at that time, like 10 years ago, um, you had like Messenger and, and, and you used to chat with your friends. Yeah, yeah, Messenger, AIM so, and yeah. MSN and things like so that. So that was my nickname, outsider. So in the university, my friends called me outsider. Okay. So then uh, Facebook came out and I was like outsider. Then Instagram, outsider. That's so, cute. That's cute. I like it. Outsider lad. Um Uh, I guess, I mean, and I think that also plays up with the narrative for, like, our final uh, track. Um, for me, this was the best show that I saw at Hermoso Ruido. Um, it was weird. It was insane. It was moving. It was really emotional. Uh, I'm talking about Mateo Kingman, uh, who is a rapper, producer from, um, from Ecuador. Uh, he's on... Uh, I think it's Aya Records, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's also on ZZK, who we love, has, you know, um, Nicola Cruz and Chanchavia Circuito, like really, really great stuff, La Yegros. Um, and yeah, he um, he's a little interesting. He's a little different. He's not just, you know, he's not just a rapper. He's not just writing, you know, love songs and stuff like that. He's from Ecuador, and he has a very deep connection to his Amazonian roots and to his Andean roots. And so he was, you know the music was very much about like the environment and about the world and about like, you know, and if there was a love song, he managed to connect it to like nature and, you know, again, just that sort of indigenous energy. And it was really, really beautiful. And it was so energetic. And like some of the songs like were really, really dancey. Some were like slower. Um, he came out, everybody was, you know, wearing these like beaded jewels and not jewels, but like beaded necklaces and things like that. Like very, very traditional. He came out for the first track in this huge feather headdress, you know, so like, you know, he was like, he destroyed basically every like girl at Coachella with like an Indian headdress. Um, it, he was just incredible. Um, so was, where, where was it that they played? He played at La Celia. So he played uh, the same night as Ismael Allende and Nawal. Um, and I really wanted to see both Ismael Allende and Nawal, but The cancellations from I've the day prior. Like, like twice. Yeah, are they any good? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ismael they Allende. Have, they have two voices. Wait, who? Ismael Allende or Nawal? Ismael Allende. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know Ismael Allende is. I we featured him on the show before. Like he's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, I I really wanted to see Nawal, but there were other things that I also wanted to see. But anyway, I mean that's just how it goes with these festivals. And um, I guess that's Song Messes Festival report for uh, Hermoso Rido. It was a great fucking time. Make sure that you guys, you know, go to festivals, support local, you know, out-of-town bands are cool, but, you know, 
we we at a local level have to like eat and support and you know love each other and support each other and help each other um and yeah so i'm gonna leave you guys with uh this last track this is a uh, Yuvia uh, by Mateo Kingman before I play the track remember that you can find us on all of the social networks Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at uh, Songmess you can email us at songmessmusic at gmail.com and this is the part where Beverly would usually say and follow us on iTunes um, so as again as I said thank you Eber this is Mateo Kingman with the song Yuvia and we'll catch you guys next time Caminando por la calle del pueblo cura Que nivel de calentura sudando el corazón Que locura ardiendo el sol bravura Y una bandada de loras en las alturas Ya no aguanta más la tortura ¿Cuánto durará? Ya estamos todos purpura Y hasta el pueblo se satura La selva se sulfura Vamos pa' reza que la lluvia no se apura Yo voy a cantar pa' que llores con dulzura Yo voy a cantar pa' que bailes con soltura Yo voy a cantar la tormenta ya madura Todos a la calle los trenos ya murmuran Los trenos ya murmuran Como el agua, eres como el agua, clara por la cordillera. Tú vas bajando, mi amor, tú me vas quitando el calor. No. Eres lluvia, eres como el agua, eres como el agua, clara por la cordillera. Tú vas bajando, mi amor, tú me vas quitando el calor. Aguacero que revienta la Amazonía, gris sin pena, tú me hiciste alguna brujería y ya lo ves, ves, crees. Sabes lo que es, sabes cuánto yo daría por sentir Calidez tan fría como el agua de la sierra Tan impenetrable como el centro de la tierra Es como es, tú me sabes comprender Detener cuando pierdo la lucidez Es, es como es, como voces de loce Puro h sin envase Frutas brillantes como estrellas fugaces Hay que andar rezando a todos los santos pa' que baje Santo Severino no se enoje Vamos a hacer las paces Mande ya esa lluvia pa' que no mueran los Árboles. Necesito esa tormenta para relajarme Para relajarme Para relajarme Necesito esa tormenta para relajarme Eres lluvia, eres como el agua, eres como el agua, carajo la cordillera. Va bajando mi amor, tú me va quitando el calor. Eres lluvia, eres como el agua, eres como el agua, carajo la cordillera. Cordillera de la selva uh. Eres lluvia, eres como el agua Eres como el agua clara por la cordillera Tú vas bajando mi amor Tú me vas quitando el calor
vas quitando, tú me vas, tú me vas quitando el calor. Tú me vas, tú me vas, tú me vas, tú, tú me vas quitando, tú me vas quitando, tú me vas quitando, tú me vas quitando el calor.